drink your water, eat your vegetables, and make sure you get some exercise. Oh, and if you've got a Chinese test coming up, uh, maybe you should spend your evenings studying that language. Tuesday, June 28th, 2022. Folks, I am Stephen Sersky. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, this here is my daily audio digest. I sort of publish this every uh, Monday to Friday, and I live here in Beijing, and I talk about some of the things that are going on in the city, uh, including uh, not only the things that I'm doing, but also the things that are happening in general uh, with uh, Beijing. And there was a time when I used to travel throughout the country as well, but that's uh, kind of gone by the wayside a little bit uh, over the last couple of years. <laughs> why? I can't imagine why. Hydration. Yes, again, this morning, very tough to get up. I'm not sure about you folks if you're feeling this uh, change of weather. And it's been a, uh, I was talking yesterday about a lot of the humidity. Um, the, and it's not just the heat, it's the humidity itself that makes it very difficult for, um, uh, well, just in general, like not feeling lethargic. Uh, but yeah, lots of, you know, got to drink a lot of water. Uh, I did manage to get um, my afternoon workout in today. Did not get the morning workout. The morning workout was kind of like a walk, run, walk sort of thing because I was like, ah, you know, yesterday was a big day. Don't get me wrong. It was a, a, a lot of working out yesterday. Uh, but today did have to work. So it's like I, I couldn't spend as much time thinking about it. Uh, and so uh, I, I did as much as I could, but at least I got something done, which was, I think, uh, better than just sort of giving up on the day and having a complete rest day. It was what they call like an active rest day, which is, I don't know, if you're still working out, it just means that you're not lifting heavy. You're not doing your sort of normal, um, you know, one more rep type of workout. Now, tomorrow morning, when I get up and going, uh, hopefully a little bit earlier than I did today, uh, it's going to be one of those, okay, let's let's go hard, right, sort of thing. So uh, uh, that is the idea. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's um, it, it didn't rain too much today. It rained in the morning, but uh, you know what? It's, it's, it's decent enough, and it's going to be like this for the next six to eight weeks. Looking around the country, and don't, uh, don't get me wrong, I'd love to be able to travel. Like, I remember the first summer I was here in China. I got on the train at around this time. Maybe it was a couple... Oh, good question. I can't remember when the semesters ended. But basically, got on the train, and out I went, uh, up through Hohat, up through uh, northern, like, north... Never eat soggy wieners. <laughs> north... Western China. That's right. I just did the normal uh, which direction is which sort of thing. Because I didn't go up to a Dongbei region. I went up. I went that year. I actually went from my first trip through China was from Beijing all the way out uh, to uh, Kashgar, which is in Xinjiang, and then out through Kyrgyzstan, then up through Kazakhstan. And then from Kazakhstan, I finally flew to Paris. I was like, I'm not going to make it. The original idea was actually to go from Beijing to Barcelona. Because that, was it that year or was some year, maybe it was 2014 or it was 2016, that they were going to open up a cargo train that would go, maybe not directly. Well, yeah, no, I, I guess it would be, for all intents and purposes, it would be 
direct because it would depart Beijing and end up in Barcelona, although it would probably pick up a few things along the way, right? So that, that was sort of the idea. Um, the other thing is that there is that whole Silk Road um, path that you can follow. It's a historical path, and it, it, no doubt you've heard about the Belt and Road Initiative. Um, that is China's current push to broaden its um, global economic uh, clout and its reach. And it, depending on who you talk to, it could be a positive thing, it could be a negative thing. It builds upon the Silk Road that was there a thousand years ago, right? And probably millennia before that. Uh, it, it's So the new one is a little bit different because it goes over land. There's three routes over land and has a, two or three routes over sea. And I'm not sure if they've considered air and space or anything like that, but like the, it's the, um, it, it's just like overland from Beijing, basically all the way to um, the westernmost point of, uh, of Europe. And then also on the sea uh, that goes from, I guess, I don't know, is it Tianjin, uh, Shanghai, Hong Kong, all the way through the Malacca Straits, like the Singapore Malacca Straits into Malaysia, and then to, to India and all like uh, further sort of thing, right? So that's the sort of thing that they're trying to build now. But the historical Silk Road, um, you can, uh, is it is it Shenyang? Or is it, no, it's another city that is the terminal point of the easternmost region easternmost point of the Silk Road, the ancient Silk Road. Xanadu is what it was, uh, what, what it used to be called. Marco Polo went there as well, uh, although at that time it wasn't as um, busy as it was back in, like, it's, it's, you know, the height of its glory sort of thing. But with all that, like, I, I, I didn't mean to follow the Silk Road, but that was sort of the idea, was to go from Beijing as far as I could across China at that time by rail. I didn't want to fly. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like flying. Not because there's sort of an inherent fear in flying, uh, but I also, the, the trains that I was taking, were like the slow trains, like the, like the ones that the farmers take, and like the farmers' daughters or the farmers' kids take to get back from the, from the big city to, you know, their hometown uh, for six weeks while they try to study uh, English in isolation so they can pass like an IELTS test or something like that, right? It's, how, how parochial is that, right? Imagine six weeks of focused study. Yeah, how bored would you be? I mean, it's like uh, you have no choice but to study, so you may as well study because internet connection isn't so good. At least, I, I, I mean, as far as I can tell, that's what it was. Moving west from Beijing... It's it's a journey, and this is actually one of the reasons I wanted to go to Inner Mongolia next next month uh, to to do this cycling trip that I was thinking about, is because Inner Mongolia, all of the crops across western China are pretty much, uh, if they're not in bloom now, they're going to be in bloom pretty soon, and to be able to cycle through that would be kind of cool. Now I don't know if July is going to work. Uh, it would also be probably extraordinarily hot. That's not a problem. Sunscreen, you know, clothe up sort of thing. But maybe in September, 
that's the next sort of chunk of days that I can see that I might be available, uh, if not in October for the uh, the golden week. But then, it, you know, does it get cold in Inner Mongolia? And like what's left of the crops, right? Like now, if you went to Inner Mongolia now, it's going to be green fields, sunflower fields, or was it, uh, it's rapeseed that they uh, they grow out there, a lot of it. Um, and like it, it's, it's gorgeous to see. I remember like you, you leave you look out the, the train window, you're just like, it's nature. <laughs> it's not concrete buildings and smog. Oh, wow, you mean this still exists? And it does, and it's kind of neat to see. Uh, but, uh, and, and you go further west, and, I mean, then it becomes desert, at, like Xinjiang, a Dunhuang sort of area, which is also kind of neat because then you see the life in a desert, and you're kind of like, wow, people actually live in deserts. It's, it's it, it, We call... You know, when you think of desert, you think of, like, desolation. I think of Five Goes West. If you've ever seen this movie, um, this is an animated cartoon, not by Disney. Can't remember the, the film studio that did it, but Five Goes West is, like, rolling, 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 keep those dogs a-rolling. It, it was that sort of, it, it took that uh, theme song from Rawhide, which is a TV show from 30, 40 years ago, but this mouse goes west, basically, Five And, like, this is the image that I get when I think of desert, right? So this is what, basically the image I took with me when I was going through Western China so many years ago. But all that being said, like, to be able to do that trip now with, you know, the coronavirus, the virus, the, the gnats and this and that's and all the other uh, things that you got to take into consideration to move around the, the, the country, ah, it's a bit more fun. It's a bit troublesome. Let's put it that way. Hopefully, there was at least one tweet that I saw that you know the government was saying that there's another five years of this. Um, I kind of wonder if it's if it's inclusive because China does sort of operate on like a five year timeline time uh, time horizon. They have these uh, sort of um, oh, there's a specific word for them a five not a, not a compendium. Oh, is it a p word? I can't remember. Anyway, they they go by five year cycles. And they sort of outline what they want to achieve in the next five years, uh, and they sort of set around, set about to do that. And they, they, I guess, the latest sort of communique was that it, the coronavirus could be an issue for the next five years, but that's because within the next five year cycle, they have to deal with it, they have to accommodate it, they have to, you know, sort of mold themselves around this uh, this issue of the virus. Now. Will this sort of resolve itself? It'd be great if it did, so that we can get back to traveling. But uh, you know, it's it is disappointing not to be able to travel as much as and as freely as we used to back even three or four years ago. It's it, it is actually quite disappointing uh, in that regard. Um, but hopefully, going forward, we'll be able to um, do this. And like, well, actually, to tell you the truth. Um, I wonder if travel's dead, <laughs> at least in China. Uh, and I, I don't say that lightly because, uh, you know, what would it take for the dynamic COVID zero sort of um, idea to be fulfilled, right? So there's no cases, okay, but then we're always sort of having to do NAT tests. So if I'm out in Inchuan or uh, Xining or, you know, uh, Tulufan, like in Xinjiang province, uh, or some other place, like in Guilin, like how do I get these... NAT tests that uh, are um, 
like available. I, I was actually talking to a, a colleague, and he was down in Sanya a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, "Yeah, it's almost it's very difficult to get a NAT test, especially as a foreigner, because you can only go to a certain place at a certain time on a certain day." And you're going, "You mean you don't have them on the street corners like here in Beijing?" And he's like, "No, no, it's it's no, it's not." So if you got to come back to Beijing, you got to plan ahead a little bit. Uh, so it's a bit of a an issue to um, get these things these done uh, these things done, which is a bit of a oh well, pain in the ass. Now, all that being said, I do have something to keep me uh, busy for the next couple of weeks. As I've finished up some of these old projects that I've uh, had hanging over me, uh, maybe make your movie. I've finally sort of pushed that up, and it's all uploaded. It's all done and done, and I got one little video to make it left about, uh, about that. But then. Pretty much, it's with that out of my mind. Now, it is time to focus on this HSK five test. Now, to, to 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 be fully honest, fully transparent, I have not wanted to study tra- Chinese. I just haven't. I, I, I it is. Oh my goodness, it's so difficult. And I hate to complain like that, but it is a language wherein I'm not using it all the time. Uh, I live pretty much in a little bubble here, like wearing in my little apartment bubble, unless I was forced to use Chinese with a phone call or like some, God forbid, someone knocks on my door and I answer it. I mean, uh, I'm not using the language, right? Like even reading the newspaper, where would I get the newspaper? It's not getting delivered to my door. And if I read, you know, the news online, I mean, okay, that's one thing. But then again, it's like... Reading the news online is actually a little bit. It, it should be easy because you can translate it, but it's also difficult because then you're always flipping between translation, and that's where you know a second device, such as another older cell phone, as a electronic di- dictionary, sort of does uh, does wonders for your your productivity. But yeah, so yeah, I full honesty have not been wanting to study Chinese at all, but. July 16th and 150 quid to change that date if I wanted to that I don't want to pay and honestly I'd rather just get it done the challenge now is to get through all that HSK5 material in the next 18 days challenge accepted <laughs> I did look at my HSK5 books to the uh Shang or Xia whichever the the first 18 chapters are I was pleasantly surprised surprised to uh, find that I've actually done the first 15 chapters. So that's, what, chapters 16, 17, 18 left in that one. And then, of course, the whole second book that I haven't really touched. But mentioned yesterday, feeling a lot more confident about it. So, in theory, if, if I were to dedicate myself to studying Chinese for the next two to three weeks, the same way that I have been studying or been working out twice a day, to that same extent, I don't know. I think I should be able to do it. I should, I, I should be able to pull it off. It's a, it's a tall order, don't get me wrong. And, um, you know, working out is a little bit different than, you know, making your, your the neurotransmitters in your brain react differently to characters and phonemes and make your mouth muscles move but 
if a mouth, honestly, if a mouth muscle, if the mouth, if the mouth is a muscle, then by repetition, it should be trained to move in the way it should be if you tell it to, in the way that you want it to. Much like when you swing a kettlebell, hundred times a day, five days in a row, you're going to get good at swinging kettlebells. Hundred uh, repetitions a day of the same word. You're gonna get word of that word. Uh, you're gonna get very good at that word, right? That, that's that's the idea. <laughs> and you get good at one word, and then you got to put those that word together with another word, and then put it in a sentence, and then make sure that the sentence not only sounds good, but then it's grammatically correct, and that it's actually structured the same way that people who speak that language since birth can actually understand what you're saying, right? So, because uh, no one has to understand a kettlebell swing, no one has to. Even if all the people on the compound are looking at you and taking pictures, they don't have to understand it because you're not communicating with them. It doesn't matter. But when you speak that target language, it should make sense, right? Uh, so, yeah, that's the uh, the goal of uh, the next couple of weeks is actually to spend uh, pretty much every 20 minutes, uh, every free 20 minutes that I have going through these books, which I actually think... It might mean that I can't read The Stand for the next two weeks, which is a little bit disappointing, but I've done a good dent in that book, almost about 600 pages. Um, been enjoying it quite a bit. I'm glad with the, uh, the progress that I've made through that book so far, but honestly, if I want to get this uh, test done and done, I think uh, I'm just going to have to spend the time and uh, focus. There's There's no way around it basically so uh that is the uh the goal moving forward all that being said heading into july hope you guys are uh, doing well so far um you got some plans going on i see um people back in canada making uh, some summer plans some summer trips going on which is kind of neat to see uh quite a few european trips i see going on which i i i mean i can't hide this and say i'm a little bit jealous that people are able to hop across the pond like that so easily uh and i see that even uh vaccination mandates i think are sort of on the wayside um same with masks those are all sort of being dropped which is it's good to see that there is progress in that that regard now i don't know uh since i'm i really don't have any plans to leave china just yet uh it, like even for the short term um whether or not i need to be vaccinated to get into other countries, like proof of vaccination uh, ever sort of thing. Uh, But I think China still requires proof of vaccination to get back in. So unless I'm going to get vaccinated. uh, And again, it's not like I'm against vaccination. Just haven't done it. uh, Just never. uh, It's at all, to tell you the truth, it's kind of like my haircut. I've let my hair grow out. Uh, The one barber I go to, he's half an hour away. And given the fact that I'm working at home nowadays, I don't go anywhere. So, in I mentioned a couple days ago, the only reason I'm getting the NAT tests is so I can get into April Gourmet, which I went for another NAT test today. Again, I was at two days. Like, oof. Another, tomorrow might be dicey getting into April Gourmet. That's the only reason I'm going. Right? It's, it's, so, the whole vaccination thing, I mean, you, you want to hear about my health credo. Okay, Join me 6 a.m. You know, tomorrow morning. Let's go for a two-mile run. We'll do a couple of kettlebell swings, some pull-ups, some push-ups, and some uh, jump rope for 20 minutes or so with a medicine ball thrown in there, okay? I mean, you want to talk about health? 
Let's do that. We can talk while we're doing that. Don't try to push this vaccination shit on me. Maybe sorry, a little bit of a digression there. But anyway, I don't think Canada or the border guards are going to care about my workout history when I show on up. They're going to be like, a vaccination. But I can do 100 pull-ups. Vaccination. 100 pull-ups. Vaccination. Uh, that or it's an expensive ticket to wherever I came from or wherever's leaving next, right? All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, steamsearching.com. If you got any problems with what I said about the vaccination, go ahead, message me. I'd like to I'd like to hear your current workout regimen. I really would because there has been this sort of flip-flop of attitude towards the vaccination uh, and the mask, the whole health thing that happened for the last two or three years. You're now starting to see some other voices pop up that say, if you're serious about preventing the next pandemic or epidemic, what are you doing to keep yourself in health, like in good condition? And I almost wonder, like, even with my current health push, first of all, is it sustainable? I don't know. Um, can I maintain this? And will I actually be any better off? You know, should another virus sweep through the ranks of people? I don't know. It's untested, right? Because you even saw this time people, uh, sports athletes and people you thought were you know barometers of health they were getting sick so there's only so much you can say for that whole you know you got to live a healthy life i mean maybe the virus just had to sweep through the population or through the populace and and do its thing right <sighs> which is kind of d- disappointing all of which kind of goes back to like i might have to get vaccinated anyway if i ever want to leave china if only for a month to go visit somewhere else Leaving it there, folks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website. Mini Make Your Movie 2022. Now finished. All the videos are up. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.